Welcome to Bench Boost Boys Game Week 9 forecast with me, Gav, and my lovely co-host, Scott. How are you, Scott? I'm doing well. I'm here with more gusto tonight. Last week, I was accused of yawning slightly too much. You're either yawning or you're belching, but you seem pretty uh, dapper tonight, so great. Yep. Okay. Move past it. <laughs> uh, admin, as always, at the top of the show. Uh, at Bench Boost Boys is us on Twitter. Just like last week, we got a bumper crop of questions for the mailbag later on in the show. Um, if you want to send your own, send them to at BenchBoostBoys on Twitter. BenchBoostBoys.club is the website. And also, if you haven't joined yet, join the mini league on FPL. The code for our, our Bench Boost Boys league is Q8ZM2S. Uh, who's top? Dare I ask? Dave Paxton. It's just a silly question at this point. He's nearly hit 600 points. Welcome to the Dave Paxton show. Yeah, he's... Um his overall rank is 56th in the world. Out of like 8 million people. Eight and a half, something like that. Christ. Yeah. Well. Well, we, well, do you want to get him on the show? We have to send him a message. I I, I had a bit of a chat with him about it, and uh, I did promise to send him a DM this week. It just hasn't happened yet. You're, you're useless. I'm useless. <laughs> okay. Well, Dave Paxton, king of our mini league, almost king of the whole bloody thing. So, well done, Dave. Um we're, we're fans. We said this last week, right? Yeah, we don't even we're care not, that he's smashing. And we're, and we're obviously not in competition. No. And we're big fans. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we'll take our quick little break, well-earned break, uh, and then we'll have a little chat about our game week eight. This week's sponsor, a Stadio. Stadio believe that in a world where athletes are treated more and more as numbers, a new way of empowering monetization directly with fans is the key to the future of ownership and wealth creation in the sports world. They're creating new revenue streams where fans can purchase official player NFT collectibles to unlock unique, intimate content and earn rewards from the club. Stadio.global for more information. Bench plus boys. Was game week eight better than seven for you, Scott? It was because I, I popped my wild card. Oh, yeah. So I got to do almost like a clean, clean break, clean, broke up with half of my team, more than half, nine players gone. Wow. Just like that. Yeah. I kept a, I kept a few of the, a uh, few of the little enablers and a couple of the ones that you have to have, like your Mo Sellers and your- I've heard of him. Yeah. Brownhill, I kept him. Fantastic. Uh, fantastic <laughs> addition to the team. Solid two points every single week. Um, I'll go through my entire team so that you know, so that the listeners know what it is. Yep. Um, I bought in Sanchez um, for from Brighton. Um, he got himself six points, which is good. I kept Alexander-Arnold. He got six points um, when Liverpool beat uh, Watford 5-0. I bought in uh, Laporte, who scored five points, got a clean sheet, but he also got a yellow card. Cancelo, again, clean sheet, six points. I bought in Ben White from Arsenal. Bit of a sad performance from Arsenal against Crystal Palace. It, it was. two-all draw. Just to say, obviously it wasn't that brave all told but you're doubling up on the man city defenders work didn't it yeah but i mean like it's not so brave it's not that brave to have two man city defenders other than the fact that i'm playing pepperlet twice mm, yeah that's fair and pepperlet did end up screwing me because i did bring in jack Grealish who didn't didn't play so he he got relegated to the bench livermento was my final defender that i bought in six points captain seller goal assist two bonus points we said two weeks ago he scored one of the best goals of the season. Mm. Last week he did the exact same thing. That was awesome. Um, it was a phenomenal goal. Um, Mbwemo brought him in. He scored two points. I think Brentford did really well against Chelsea. Mendy had the game of his life, the goalkeeper for Chelsea. He did, yeah. Um, Antonio still had Antonio. I've still got him one point. Uh, Lukaku, uh, two points. 
Lukaku's a little bit of a funny one. If he can't score this week against Norwich, I've got to do something about that. Yep. Uh, Ivan Tony, of course, I kept him. He's He was on two points. Players on my bench, Foster that I've, I've kept. Uh, Rafinha, I bought in. He didn't play. I didn't anticipate him to, but I didn't want to have to be trying to bring him in later on, on um, with a free transfer. Yep. And again, yeah, Branhall on the bench for two points. So I ended up with an overall uh, score of 63. The game week average was 49. So well above it. Yep. Um, crept into the top million for the... Uh, uh, for the game week rank of 950,000. Uh, and uh, my overall rank has gone up to 675k, and I'm on 493 points. Moving in the right direction. Hmm. Up. Yeah. Or down. Wait. Up. You're moving up in the table, but the number's coming down. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. What a world. Yeah. Okay. So, similar sort of story for my game week. I hadn't played my wild card, only did the one transfer. I got rid of Basuma. There's a big cloud over him for tabloid reasons, uh, and brought in Longstaff, who was really an enabler to uh, you know sit on the bench anyway. So nothing really to talk about there. Uh, Sanchez in goal, clean sheet. Alexander Arnold, clean sheet. Uh, Creswell, clean sheet and a bonus point. And Connor Cody got me a goal. He was actually an auto sub in for Rafinha. Um, Gray blanked. Uh, Luke Shaw. Not not big fan of Luke Shaw now. Obviously, Man United got pumped 4-2. So. Yeah, Luke Shaw's been shit this season. He mm. Last season, he showed really good promise. In the Euros, he was playing quite well. Yeah. yeah. He was good in the first game of the season, but that was that game where they thumped Leeds. Uh, like you, Captain Salah. That seemed to be the obvious captain pick. Uh, 26 points. Then everybody else just kind of blanked. Gallagher, Crystal Palace, 2. Antonio got yellow card, 1. Ronaldo, 2. Tony, 2. Only one point on the bench, Martinez. So I finished up with 61 points, a two shy of you, well above the game week average. It raises my over... Well, my game week rank, sorry, was about 1.3, nearly 1.4. My overall rank is bang on 1.3. I've got 471 points. Uh, Just a little update for the pair of us in the Bench Boost Boys League. You've gone up to 14th. Somehow, even though I've got green arrows everywhere else, all my mini leagues everywhere, I managed to drop one place in the Bench Boost Boys League to 25th. Uh, go figure. Must just be a tight league. Must be. So, uh, you know, I'm, pre- I'm happy. I'm happy with that. So, um, I mean, like, I know we talked about um, players blanking. Uh, Ronaldo was a big one, obviously. Yeah, and, and, uh, especially and at that price point. Yeah. But um, I, I, passing the eye test, Tony was quite good. But I really want to say Gallagher. Um, he's just... Such a great player for Crystal yep. Palace. If I had place for another $5.5 million player, he would be my number one pick. He is turning into their talisman. I don't know, Zaha has held that mantle for something like three years, four years now. Yeah. Um, but Gallagher's just burst onto the scene. He's phenomenal. This is another reminder as well that... Um you know, you really need to be watching at least the highlights of games because then you get to really get a feel of players who are nearly delivering and could any week versus just looking at the stats and going, oh, well, that person, you know, they're not returning. Like, Tony's a good example. Obviously, there's a finite limit. I know you've said that you're going to keep him in for the whole season, but with a lot of players, there's a limit where you go, oh, hang on, it's been six games now. But he could go four games, but if you're watching highlights, hit the crossbar three times. Mm offside rulings and then the penny's just going to drop so another stark reminder to actually at least watch highlights yeah and on that note we will take another quick break and then uh, have a look at our watch list which we now do completely properly and absolutely professionally bench boss boys watch list update okay scott would you like to go first sure so because i popped the wild card obviously it's completely changed the the look of my um 
my watch list. I bought in quite a few players from yep. my watch list. So I've removed Saar um, from Wolves. Uh, just they're leaking quite a few goals at Wolves at the moment. I think there's just a few better keeper che- uh, choices. We actually have a question about keeper choices later on in the mailbag. Cancelo removed because I have him now. Yep. Pogba removed because I'm not really enjoying Manchester United and their ability to play. Lukaku removed because he's in my team. Bamford because he's cooked. Yep. Rafinha out because he's in my team. Decore out because he's broken his foot. It's yeah. sounding like a poem now. Yeah, it's beautiful. Me's gone. Uh, me, me is gone from Burnley. They're gone just because Burnley are just shite. Uh, Livermento gone because he's in my team. There you go. Uh, so players that I've added to my watch list, Ben Chilwell, Bobby Firmino, just that hat trick. It's hard not to look at that and go, turn that off. It's hard not to look at that and go, you know what? Uh, Firmino has actually been playing well all season. Is he becoming a genuine FPL asset? What an exciting time to be alive because he's been, uh, he's never really been considered a genuine FPL asset before. Yeah. Um, Son Heung-min from Tottenham. I just think he's playing incredibly well at the moment. He's definitely Tottenham's best player. Um, Phil Foden, Man City, uh, he's playing now and he's playing well. Uh, and Jansen for Brentford, the captain. We talked about him last week, actually, in one of the questions. And we I did, just, yeah. I just think, you know, on the eye, passing the eye test again, phenomenal player. So other players still on my watch list. I've got Saka, Emile Smith-Rowe, Malpay, Gallagher again. I can't stop talking about him. Tierney. Uh, I've got Gray, Townsend, Alonso still on there, Saar for Watford, James for Chelsea, Rudiger for Chelsea, and Alan St. Maximum. Pretty solid. Um, I'll start with who I've added, actually, and that's... I've put you well as well, and I feel... I don't feel guilty as such as reverse vindicated. What's the reverse of vindication? Is it because you said to me, yeah. don't get him... I said that Tuchel, oh, don't don't go for Chilwell, Scott. Tuchel will just bring Alonso back in at any day now. He didn't. Chilwell played. Chilwell scored. I am sorry. That's all right. I mean, I do value your opinion, but at the same time, I barely ever listen to you. Fair. Um, so he's on there. Dunk from Brighton Hove Albion. McGinn. McGinn, I mean, it could be flash in the pan. He's not always that consistent, but he got a goal and an assist at the weekend. So, but uh, yeah, he has been good all, all season. I, yeah, I had him in at the, in the first half of last season. He did okay and then kind of went off the boil as their team sort of changed shape a bit. Um, so he's on there. Firmino, for pretty much the same reasons as you. I know up until recently he was a bit injured and then he worked his way back into the team via a decent Champions League game and then obviously he was incredible at the weekend so happy to uh, keep an eye on him and I've tacked on the end here Harry Kane because he got a goal and assist at the weekend so is it the resurgence of Kane? I'm not so sure but I'm happy to watch um, removed Pogba Man United and Pogba fallen out of form Ben Rama kind of gone off form James uh, of Chelsea only because he's, he's still injured uh, Lukaku honestly I see, I see you've done here you've put it actually in the order of the teams which is what I should have done but I just <laughs> simply don't have that time oh okay well I've got bags of time um, Lukaku just not that impressed lately to be honest uh, Rudiger yeah he, I think he's been injured uh, Alonso because he's been ousted potentially by Chilwell uh, uh, Thiago Silva off off the boil as well and Hauser or Hauser I can never remember how to how to pronounce his name. That's a that's an indication he should come off your watch Well, list. perhaps, but it's weird. Like he had a, a weird two, three game spell last season where he did incredible and then they just shipped him out on loan. He did the same the other week here. They, he played, had an outstanding game, scored that amazing near post header and they've just benched him again. I'm not quite sure. Maybe he's not actually that good. Um, but anyway, he's off for now and that leaves uh, the, rema- the remaining guys still quite a stacked watch list. 
Vardy, Son, Fernandez, Duffy, Greenwood, Edward got a goal at the weekend, by the way. Yeah, I saw that goal. I watched it happen live and I just thought, Ben White, push forward, push forward. And He's he going to shoot, push forward. <laughs> and he just kept running backwards. Eventually, Ben White was standing on behind the fucking goal Ramsdale's feet. Yeah. Uh, so he's on there still. Marcel of Wolves, Townsend, Everton, Saint-Maximin, Cancelo, Saka, Decore. Although, you know, oh, I've left... He's got to come off. He's I, got a broken foot. We'll see. We'll see. What do you mean we'll see? It's broken. Miraculous Head recovery. It. Miraculous. It's broken. Well, we'll see. So yeah, maybe he comes up next week. Saar of Watford is still a on there. Cast. <laughs> yeah. Play him. Put him in. Put him in. He's ready. <laughs> he can kick it harder now. <laughs> uh, Huang of Wolves and Jimenez of Wolves. Who I uh, Jimenez, uh, I, I feel is uh, still, and I mentioned it last week. There's not enough love for him. I know he's an awkward, slightly awkward price point. Jimenez is good. Thoughts, etc. No, I think he's good. I think he's a uh, great player, but it's just. Do you save three million and get Huang in, or, or two million? Two and a half, I think. But yeah. it's a, it, it is a big difference between the two of them. Um, but anyway, that is my watch list. Therein completes our watch lists, and now we will take a break and then preview game week nine's fixtures. Bench boss boys, game week nine is upon us, Scott. We are so close. And it kicks off with Arsenal at home to Aston Villa. Um, just to quickly say, Saka's on a 75% knock. We usually know that 75% knocks are they will play or be available to play. And uh, Matty Cash of Aston Villa, 75% on a dead leg. I don't know if you saw that um, Crystal Palace-Arsenal game. MacArthur was the player that kicked Saka. It was just filthy. I did hear about that. Proper red card, I reckon. Yeah. He's seen Saka at the corner of his eye. He's seen the ball get cleared, and yet he's just completely followed through and kicked him. And Saka's just such a nice kid. Why would you do that? I <laughs> know. Oh what a meanie. Um, Arsenal Arsenal did well to get a point back off Crystal Palace, but they had the game at in the eight-minute mark. They had the game won with a 1-0 mm. scoreline, and they just kind of let it fall apart with Crystal Palace playing quite well. Benteke played really well in that game. He's not part of this game, so I won't talk about him too much. But uh, the fact that Arsenal managed to come back and, and score a point um, is probably a good thing. They're probably riding a little bit high, even though they might be disappointed they couldn't take all three points, whereas Aston Villa fell apart. Mm. So they were playing Wolves, and uh, Wolves didn't score their first goal. They lost 2-3, by the way. Wolves did Which is why... Oh, this is useless for me not knowing the name, but there was someone who came off in the Villa game who got the clean sheet because they came off before Wolves got their goals. And yeah, I, well, I'm yeah. not surprised by that. Which is always pretty amusing to see. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Danny Ings scored and scored a goal for Aston Villa in that game as well, which is you know good to see because you know he was quite a popular pick at the very start of the season when he joined uh, Aston Villa. So I don't know. I think this game uh, probably has draw written all over it. Allow me to curse the likes of Ings and Antonio. Neither of them have really had much in the way of injury problems yet this season. Yeah, no, you are right, um, and that does mean right now somewhere in uh, in in London so there's a hamstring snapping and. Yeah, Danny Ings has broken a toe. Yeah. All right, well, that's something to look forward to. Um, what are you saying, though, result-wise? Not- so I think it's going to be a draw. Yeah. Goals? One all? Do we do, we do that now? Do we? No, I'm games? just saying, you know, it's fun. Is this for your sports bet? Yeah, one all. <laughs> You're the gambler. Okay, moving on. Chelsea at home to Norwich. Uh, Billy Gilmore is ineligible to face his parent club. How did you pronounce that word? Ineligible. 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 Right. I remember when I first started learning how to speak. When was that? I was three. Mm. Is that late? I don't know. I don't well, know. It's only, about about a month, kids. it's only about a month ago. Kids are weird. Uh, 
<clears throat> my only notes about this game is that uh, Lukaku's been pretty piss poor mm-hmm. um, in the last few games. He's got nothing but two points in the last five game weeks. And if you can't score a goal against Norwich at home at Stamford Bridge, you really need to get out of my fucking FBL team. And he is teetering on the edge. Haven't you only just put him in there? Yeah. <laughs> but he's been in my watch list. He's been in, you know, he's been, been in your heart. He's been in my heart all season. Um, I think the other thing too is that's misplaced love. We're getting that sort of pep roulette style of play from Tuchel, and and obviously we talked about. I talked about the fact that I was bringing Chilwell in, and you kind of talked me out of it. And I was like, okay, you're welcome. Yep. And now Chilwell's scored three goals uh, in three games, including one in the Champions League. So it's it's kind of tough for me to sit there and go, well, Chilwell's definitely not going to be on my uh, watch list. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is one of those games where we we really need to see Lukaku get a result, or he's gone. Agreed. As I said in, uh, during the watch list, he's come off of mine. I'm not impressed. Um, yeah, stick that in your pipe and smoke it like Kaku. Um, you would expect Chelsea to win this game, though, of course. Yeah, easily. They're firing. At least 2-0, possibly 5-0. <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, Crystal Palace at home to Newcastle. Obviously, uh, Crystal Palace drew 2 all with Arsenal. Newcastle, uh, they didn't get off to a fantastic start under their new Saudi ownership. Um this, this is probably a bit of a, uh, bit well, of a, I don't know. Will we see Steve Bruce replaced? They uh, the, the the rumor being that they are desperate to replace him, but had allowed him to remain temporarily. He's not longed for, well, not this world. He's not dying, um, but for that team, um, Zaha seventy five percent illness. By the way, as a still a long term absentee. Let's um, <coughs> so. assume seventy five percent illness. That's not coronavirus then. No, you'd think not, right? Maybe he's uh, got a stomach bug. Yeah, maybe he'll be back. Um, maybe he'll be back in time, <clears throat> in time for the game. Um, Callum Wilson is back, though, and he scored at the weekend. Yeah, that, that's exciting for anyone that owns him. I don't. No. Never really have. Probably never will. Did, did last season. Uh, if you know, if he's consistently banging in the goals, I look to bring him in. Obviously, both of us are big fans of Alan St. Maximan. Yeah, um, but I think around that price point, though, that you see Wilson at, it's probably, at the moment, like Malpay is playing quite well. True. Um, so it, it's be, be tough for me. We'll see how Wilson plays over the course of the next few weeks. Of course. Um, yeah, uh, it should be a pretty close close game. There's not really anyone else in the Newcastle team who I'm particularly enthralled by. But no. then same same could be said for Palace, to be honest. Well, we mentioned Edward scored a goal. Um, like I said, I think that was Ben White's fault more than Edward's skill. I yeah. know that it wasn't a bad finish. but I, I don't know how much the, the system they played had to do with that. They, they played Benteke up front. And Benteke played really well. He's a, he's a solid guy. He's been around, hasn't he? But uh, so Benteke up front of his own, and they had Edouard behind him. Um, so maybe that's something they continue with. So one to, one to mm. keep an eye on. Uh, Everton at home to Watford. Uh, obviously, Watford coming off the back of a 5 0 thumping against Liverpool. And you can forgive them that, though. Liverpool are oh, just playing they were, at the next level. Uh, they, you, couldn't pl- you couldn't play against them in that form. No. Uh, Everton, a little bit of bother actually with injuries. We've mentioned that Decore has injured his foot. Um, Richarlison's 50% on any injury. Calvert Lewin still an unknown return date for a muscle injury. You got it out eventually, didn't you? Um, Decore uh, gone and DCL gone makes Gray a much more attractive prospect. A lot of the play is going to be going through him, especially considering uh, Rondon's just a donkey. And Andros Townsend, of course. Yeah, he's um, good. He's good. He good. He good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Digne's been back for a few weeks or so. Everton without a few key players. I'd still favour them to win this game, though. 
Sars, Sars, uh, still a danger for Watford though. He's still capable. He actually, he was the only guy who probably looked good in that game against Liverpool. He played a lot. He reminded me a lot of what Tony does for Brentford, and that he was he did, all yeah. over the pitch. But he was just very isolated once he got yeah. on the ball. He, was, there was a, there was one point where I remember him remember him winning the ball on the edge of the eighteen yard box, um, passing it up to a player on the right wing, and then that player held the ball for a couple of seconds and then slammed it up the field to the left side of the wing and Saar recovered the ball. I thought, how, how did that happen? <laughs> is there two of them? Yeah. Uh, my other big takeaway from that game, actually, and I know we probably shouldn't dwell too much on negatives, is how shit Danny Rose looked. Oh, f- Like physically and I literally. I don't mean to fat shame. He I, looked... Yeah, I can't speak, but he, did, he didn't look like he was a fit and ready professional athlete, did no. he? No, he looked like... And he, were, was, he was know, gassing and sweating. He went to the catering team and they said, guys... Our, our other left back, he's he's crook. Do you have anyone? And they're like, well, the guy that makes and eats the pies, <laughs> makes he can, and eats them. He can play. He, we test them, obviously. <laughs> too many. A and lot of testing goes on. He's playing as a left back. Anyway, for we've put the boot in too much there. Danny Rose, if you're listening, apologies. Um, <laughs> he's not listening. You never know, mate. You never. And if know. you are, uh, moving on. Leeds at, ho- <laughs> Leeds at home to Wolves. Um, Leeds were. Awful in that game against Southampton. I know they had a, like six first team players out. I mean, we talk about like if that Liverpool team had played Leeds last weekend, that would have been twenty nil. <laughs> Leeds were fucking horrible. Bamford unknown return date ankle injury, ailing unknown return date knee injury. They got Raf back. Rafinha's back. They are relying on that guy heavily. But that's the thing. Like, can he do it all himself? He's the kind of player that can score from anywhere on the pitch. We saw that the other week. He's a talisman he, now, isn't he? Yeah. So, I don't know. Rafinha, he's, he's one of those players that you definitely want on your team, but you're also looking at Leeds where you might want three of their assets at the start of the season. Now, now do no, you, you want, don't. Now do you want more Because Bam- Bamford's injured. You don't want their defenders. You don't even get the whole Stuart Dallas bonus anymore because he's in as a midfielder and also not in form. He's playing as a midfield. He's in as a midfielder and he's playing as a defender now. Yeah, it's the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, should be a pretty even game. Uh, I think actually now is probably the game to look at Huang, uh, especially at that cheap price point. Uh, if he's going to score against anyone, it will be a leaky Leeds. Um, good luck, Leeds. Uh, Southampton at home to Burnley. Yeah, you've got it down here. This is the your match of the week, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Southampton got themselves a clean sheet at the weekend, but that was only because Leeds were so poor. I mean, you've you've heard, you know what my team sort of looks like, and uh, I'll I'll be saying it right now. I'm, ben- foreshadowing, I'm benching foreshadowing. I'm benching Livermento, and it feels bad against Le- uh, Burnley. Yeah. It feels like I'm giving up a cheeky four points. Yeah. But you must have your reasons, and I'm sure we'll get to them later on in the show when we talk about our plans for the upcoming game week. Uh, nothing to say about Burnley. I can see you've touched in here that maybe Chris Woods gets a goal. Yeah, maybe. Well, he, he's been looking dangerous. Chris Wood is one of the only forwards in the game, um, and there are only a handful of them, that have actually scored double digits mm. for the last something like four or five seasons. Very consistent. Yeah. That's all we've got to say about that. Brighton and Hove Albion, who've been defending very well this season, at home to Manchester City. Um, nil-nil? Probably not, right? Nah. You have to assume Man City does win this game. You have to assume it's a 1-0 win, and you have to assume that some player that hasn't played for Man City in 16 matches starts the game, scores the goal. It'll be Mahrez. Zinchenko or something yeah. like that. 
Grealish gets benched, Cancelo and Diash get benched. It's just one of those. Oh, I could th- see them there resting. Was a strong, there was a strong team for Man City this morning. A really strong Champions team. Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would imagine they would rest a few people. So Pep Roulette coming this way. So, uh, I mean, Grealish got benched last week. And I wonder if it's because he did play 90, 90 minutes in the in this morning's match. Really good signs for Laporte. He got subbed off at around the 67th minute mark. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Diash played the entire game too, which is a little bit concerning. You'll, you'll probably see uh, John Stones play this week. Um, Torres is the only injury in this game. Uh, he's expected back New Year. He's got a foot injury. Um, yeah, you would expect City to win that, but look out for the pet roulette. Um, as ever, we always uh, advise people to check out the pre-game uh, press conferences, usually a day or two out from the actual games, just to try and get some team news there directly from the managers. And all those are linked on the FPL website. Uh, Brentford versus Leicester. Brentford are giving it a bloody good go, aren't they? They're a cracking team. Uh, I still had Nick 10 bucks, I just realised. Oh, yeah, you, know, you said, we, you we said Brentford was, were going to score a goal against Chelsea. And they, well, and they nearly did. They but nearly Mendy did. had the game of his career. Um, and they're playing Leicester City, who uh, want to leak goals. You know, mm. they, they just beat... They're still trying to find United. their way, aren't they? I mean, that was a great result against Manchester United. Yeah, 4-2. Great, great result. Uh Seeing Iheanacho playing up alongside Vardy was... Refreshing. Yeah. That, uh, shades of the end of last season. You'll, you'll note that neither of those two players are on my watch list. And, and for the only, for the sole reason that Jamie Vardy, he's he's got to be thinking about consolidating his superannuation at this point. <laughs> he is an old He's man. held together with uh, glue and bits of old tape. Um, but he's the, still scoring goals, so yeah, who are we to criticise? The the starting lineup, though, seeing Iheanacho starting alongside him, if that starts to keep happening and Iheanacho starts to play he's well again. He's going to force his way in. Oh, easily. Yeah, he's a great player last season. Absolutely. Uh, West Ham versus Tottenham, that should be a, a cracking match too. Uh, Kufau, uh, 75% on the groin injury. Otherwise, everybody's pretty fit. Son is in good form. As I talked about during the watch list, Harry Kane, goal and assist at the weekend. Um, West Ham still still doing pretty good they obviously got that win against Everton um, what say thee? I just I just think it's you know West Ham's been a little bit quiet since they had a really great start to the season yep. Tottenham is starting to really get a little bit more attacking now I, I kind of made a prediction that if they're going to keep playing the way that Nuno plays they yep. might finish the season with a bunch of 1-0 wins well maybe they're just slowly gelling a bit now you know it takes time to get used to a new system I suppose yeah that's true um, exciting game I'd like to see what Son does I think this is Brentford, Leicester, West Ham, Tottenham, and the last game, which we'll touch on in a minute, Man United, Liverpool, three great f- great games to finish the, yeah. the weekend off with. I, I think I, this will be a good fixture. I can't decide if Antonio's due a goal or an injury. so maybe He's due we'll, both. Yeah, maybe we'll see both. All right, and as you just uh, touched on, final game of the game week is Manchester United at home to Liverpool. Massive game. Man United coming off the back. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, just coughed. Man United coming off the back of a 4-2 loss against Leicester. Liverpool coming off the back of a 5-0 win against Watford. Um, Liverpool to compound the misery or Man United to bring their level up against their rivals? Uh, I don't see it happening. I think Liverpool will compound their misery. And I think it's just because of the way that Liverpool are playing at the moment. Firmino in form, Salah in the form of his life. So here's a, here's a thought then. I know obviously, you know, various options. People talk about Lukaku, don't know why. Um, captain's picks this week. We, earlier in the season, there was a big game. Was it Liverpool-Man City or Liverpool-Chelsea? Uh, both. That, uh, and Salah delivered irrespective of the fact. It was Man City. But let's hold off because that's a uh, mailbag question. We will. 
but keep your keep your minds open for that one. All right, and that's the Game Week 9 fixtures. So when we come back, we'll talk in a little bit more detail about what you and I are going to do for Game Week 9. Bench Plus, boys. Game Week 9, what are you doing? Rolling the transfer this week. Okay. Um, I wildcarded last week, so is it that, seems... Sorry, is, that, is it just because you, you can and you don't need to make a transfer, or are you aiming towards something? I've got no injuries. Uh, I am thinking about two potential transfers next week, and it really does depend on how Lukaku goes against uh, Norwich this weekend. Fair. So Lukaku hasn't scored in five games right now, um, at least, and uh, it's against Norwich at home. If he can't deliver on this one, he's got to go. Mm. I can't have 11.7 million worth of player doing nothing in my starting lineup. Yep. Um, with someone like Firmino, who's now becoming an option all of a sudden, maybe I go to Firmino. Certainly not going to do that against Man United. And Firmino's like eight point eight, I think. Yeah, he's cheap as chips. So um, I'm looking. I'm looking at potentially potentially bringing Son in as well. And uh, I know that uh, Man City have some great fixtures, but the fact that Grealish was rotated out and they've got Champions League fixtures and yada yada makes me a little bit nervous about him. And he's my you know, second most expensive midfield player. So potentially yeah. in a couple of weeks, I'm looking at Lukaku, Grealish out, Firmino, Son in, maybe. Um, so that's what I'm kind of working towards. It could change after this week. And if, if Lukaku gets a hat trick or something like that. Captain's armband? Captain's armband right now is on Salah. Um, and I am tempted to move it to Lukaku because as someone said on Twitter, <sighs> if you have Lukaku and you're, do- and you're not willing to take the punt on him against Norwich at home, why do you have Lukaku? Yeah, then my the, the logical conclusion for me is don't have Lukaku, yeah. not not captain him. I think I feel like you should already be in that position, and you know take it with a pinch of salt because I'm the one who dissuaded you from bringing in Chilwell last week. But I wouldn't put the arm bad him just because you've got a lot. Of I'm money not. I, I'll, I'll leave it on Salah, but but because of the form that Salah is in, he can score against anyone right now. Yes. And he is scoring. He scored two in the Champions League this morning. Um, at this stage, I'm playing a, f- a 3-4-3 with Livermento, White and Brownhill on the bench. And I'm, I'll be playing Foster ahead of Sanchez because Sanchez has Man City. Yeah. I think he's probably, you know, if they can keep that nil all, Sanchez will be in line for three bonus points. Uh, but mm. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Well, probability-wise, nah. Yeah. Okay. I touched on this. What last- about you? Thanks. <laughs> you see, I, I did that because you, you you're did. already talking, yeah, yeah. and then I interrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now we're talking about how we were talking about it. Yeah. Um, I did touch on this last week. It's wild card time, so I have activated my wild card. I'm feeling wild. And are you set on the team, or is this like uh, this is your bus team, but you could make mm. 17 changes before the deadline? Well, I'm 90 percent there. One of those reasons being there could be some injuries, or something could happen between now and. I feel you. I feel you. And. Uh, the uh, window shutting uh, and yeah I'm thinking about a few things and here's why um, don't have a spectacular forward line but I disagree uh, spectacular I'm, I'm talking luxury big spending Lukaku Ronaldo yeah Kane whoever I mean there's obvious reasons Vardy. why some of those people aren't in them. yeah Vardy Vardy's a, definitely a good example but I am super happy with the midfielder and defence and historically probably you shouldn't chuck that much money in defence but it almost feels quite safe to do at the there's, moment. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing it in the back end of the first half of the season because you can wildcard out of it. You can start, as the fixtures start, just to maybe change some of those things in the long run. Yeah. Um, and you're freeing up funds for movement later. Good point. So the front line is Firmino, Tony and Huang. Um had Tony already. Uh, Firmino, uh, we talked about earlier. Um, happy to just see how that develops. Liverpool in fine form. He had a great game at the weekend. If it doesn't pan out, 
it's fine. There are options for me to switch out to. Oh, plenty of options around that price point. And again, another another mailbag question around uh, that price there point. There we go. So yeah. we'll, we'll remember that, of course. Uh, midfield, Townsend, Salah, Rafinha, Son, Gallagher. Yeah, uh, defen- Defence, Creswell, Chilwell, <sighs> Alexander-Arnold, Cancelo and Cody. How good's that? That's great. And uh, I see Cresswell stays in the team. He's been in your team. He's my talisman. For something like 40 weeks. He's probably, yeah, if we if we went over, say, the last two seasons, he's probably the player I've had more than anyone. Hmm. Hands Has down. he ever not been in your team? I don't think so. Yeah. There might have been an occasion where I benched him if he was playing City away or something. Um, my goalkeepers, I've kept with Sanchez, but for money's sake and to try and take some of the advice about perhaps not stacking the bench too much with money. Uh, I've switched to Foster. Um, like you, for this week, I am benching Sanchez and going with Foster just because Sanchez is playing Man City. Uh, armband on Salah. Um, oh, we've got the same team this week then. Yeah, so that that's where we're going. And at, like I said, injuries permitting, um, anything that, you know, if I suddenly have particular doubts, um, I could switch it, but I'm pretty set on this, to be honest. Yeah. That's a solid team. I, I'm I'm really impressed. Thanks, mate. All right. Well, on that, before I start crying and getting emotional, we'll take our final break and come back with, fuck's sake, Scott, how many this week? One, two, three, four, five, six questions for the mailbag. Looks like we're going for an hour and a half episode this week. We're going to have to go rapid. Oh, mate, I'm very good at doing things quickly. Ask my ex. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On that note, let's get stuck into this mailbag. Mailbag time. It is mailbag time. Um, Scott, it's our friend FPL teacher. He's back. Back with three more questions. And we abused him last week, didn't we? Abused we abused him for asking more than one. And he, he's and come he, back with three. Glutton for punishment. He is. Selfish prick. But what he's done is he's messaged us on, on Twitter afterwards to say, thanks for answering the questions. And it's like, he's a nice guy. He's a but very nice guy. That's too many questions. It's fair, you know, we will we'll handle it. So what's the first question? So you had my answer. Uh, sorry, Scott. How do you tell the difference between diamond in the rough and differential gem? Asking as a player who wants to get, is it Henry or Henri? It's, it's I not think t- it's Henry. It's, it's Rico, not t- Rico Henry. It's, it's not, okay, so yeah, it is Rico Henry. Okay, it's yeah. not. We're not going back in in past. Not Thierry Henry. Well, you you Google Henry Premier League and you get nothing but Thierry Henry. Rico Henry just hasn't put his name on the map yet. Jokes aside, or LNRC, he's uh, saying before they bang. All right. Well, I do have opinions actually on trying to be too smart with FPL and going. I think this guy is going to suddenly do X Y Z. We did, or I mentioned early on in the podcast about watching highlights to watch the Nearly Men, so that fits in there. But I think you can get a bit caught between the gaps if you try too hard to spot diamonds in the rough what's your feeling though about the actual question and the difference between differential gem and diamond in the rough so the differential gem diamond diamond in the rough <clears throat> diamond in the rough is that the player that you've got to have that eye test you you can't you can't just go and maybe people a lot of people aren't talking about them yet yeah his underlying statistics and blah 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 and his xg and his xa half the people don't understand what that stuff means Watch the game, see how they're playing. Mbwemo right now is uh, probably a diamond in the rough. He's not a differential gem because he's not he's not done anything yet. Mm. He's hit the post like eight times. Yeah. Um, but people are noticing that, and and so he's quite a popular pick. So he's moved away from being a differential anyway. He's a diamond in the rough. There we go. Um, but in saying that, um, you know, 
how do you tell the difference between a diamond in the rough and a differential gem? Differential gem is the player that obviously has an ownership of, you have to assume, less than 5% uh, and ownership. They stop being a differential um, and they start becoming a differential gem because they were a differential and now they're a gem. And a bit like Bamford at the start of last season. Bamford at the start of last season. Dallas last season. Yeah. Um, Suchek. Yep, good shout. He was he was a differential, and then all of a sudden, everyone had him in the team. He, he got him. up to like forty six percent ownership, and he but he was a differential at the very start of that season. Um, I think right now you'd be looking at players like Conor Gallagher. Yeah, he's a differential gem. You know, he was a differential at the start of the season, but now we can see what he's capable of. Damari Gray, Decore, now that he's got a broken foot, less so. So, uh, do you? He's to- talking about two players though: Rico yeah, Henry yeah, yeah. and and uh, Muhammad El Yunusi. I think. Both of those players. So, El Unisi plays for Southampton. Sure. Uh, uh, Rico Henry plays for uh, Brentford. Right. Brentford, uh, I think he's the left back or the right back. I think he's the left back. Um, you could have got away with that by just going, he's a defender. Yeah, well, he's a defender. But he started 90 minutes for Brentford in all of those games, and he's got as many clean sheets as Jensen and uh, Pinnock. Jensen and Pinnock are players that have scored goals or gotten assists. As the left back for Brentford, you have to assume it's just a matter of time before he starts getting assists as well for for players like. So he might not be on, you know, he might be onto something because uh, Rico Henry, you've actually got the solid chance of getting quite a few clean sheets the way Brentford are playing. Um, so I actually think he's less of a risk than Al Yunusi, who's uh, Southampton. Uh, I think he's a left back or a right back or midfield. Who knows? Thanks for doing your research. Yeah, well, I mean, God, we only got these questions about ten minutes ago. Al Yunusi, he's a um, football player. He's a a, a winger. He's a winger for Southampton. He plays for Norway as well. I've got it here on the Wikipedia. What what star sign is he? Uh, He's a Sagittarius. Cool. Um, I mean, mean, he's definitely not. So, okay. So, but Rico Henry is a good example of a diamond in the rough, then. Yeah. 100%. Um, Any others you can think of, just to put you on the spot? I would have said, I would have said Pinnock and. and, both Pinnock and uh, Jansen. Huang. For Brentford. Huang. Ah, yeah. Huang's a differential. Uh, potentially, and it's based on bloody one game, but McGinn at Villa, maybe. Edward. Edward. Christard Good shout. Palace. Good shout. Um, you know, even players like Pogba at the start of the season, he was a, he was a differential. Yep. Um, we need to move on. Uh, second question. What are your attitudes on forwards now? Go three... 7.5 millions to enablers or have a Vardy and Kane? Great question. I would probably avoid the latter, the Vardy and the Kane option, because you're looking at your um, premium. You're looking at your premiums. You've got to be taking money out of your defence at this point of the season. That's probably not a smart thing to do, or you're at least your midfield. Yeah. One has to assume you're going to be keeping Salah as well, so your team is going to be quite thin if you've got Vardy and Kane. Uh, when when you're talking about two enablers, that's what you're that's what you've got in your team right now. You've got your Tony and you've got your Huang and yeah. your you've got your Firmino, who's who's more of a mid price player. At this point in the season, the FPL rhythm, for want of a better word, is definitely more towards defence than strike at the strikers at the moment. Yeah, and so having two enablers, I think, is actually a good thing right now, especially when you've got enablers like Huang and, and Tony who are capable of scoring goals. But if you're talking about enablers like Scarlet and you know. Arrow or whatever his name was, <laughs> Archer, <laughs> the dude from last week. <laughs> and, you and, you're like, and you're like, four, four, four point five million strikers. They're never going to. They're never going to play. If, if you're talking about that kind of enabler, I think that's also the wrong way, right. the wrong move to make because then you are relying so heavily on defence and and your midfield. But 
the three the three seven point five seven million. I don't hate that. No, so maybe you've got like Antonio, Callum Wilson, Ollie Watkins, something like that. You could go that. You're still gonna. Uh, you're uh, still gonna be limited. I'd probably be looking more at someone like Antonio, even Tony. I'd say is six point sure. five. Uh, and Jimenez, players like that. Maybe Malpays, Wilsons. Yeah, that's fair. Bamford. When he's when he's fit. Of when course. he's fit, yeah. All right. I think we've answered that pretty well. Oh, do we actually have a definitive response? Uh, well, we did. Yeah, it was what are your attitudes? I think we gave a fuckload of attitude. <laughs> this is the attitude era. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last one from FPL teacher, Raya, Ramsdale, Sanchez or McCarthy? I think... Fuck, marry, kiss. <laughs> you th- I actually think it's hard for me not to say Sanchez when I when I made that choice. Mm. Put Ramsdale second, yep. Raya third, McCarthy fourth. I agree with that. So now we can move on. Uh, Nick of Brisbane Meow. Who is a good Decore replacement? Good question. Uh, do you know off the top of your head, Scott, what Decore's current price is? 5.7. 5.7. Okay. Or 5.6 if you're selling him, 5.7 if you're buying him. Well, okay. So There's only one answer to this question, Ed's Muermo. Move on. Come on, we can we can we can spend a minute on this. Did Damari Gray, Andros Townsend, and Buemo, those are my three answers. You're not going to get anything else out of me. Great answers. Uh, you could also go Conor Gallagher. Uh, okay, I would have also said and accepted Conor Gallagher. Those are Don't great. look at Hjoiberg and go. We scored no, on the weekend. No, no, Hjoiberg's no. a good option. You're right. Town, if you especially if you want to go like like with Everton. Townsend or Gray? I'd actually, at the moment, favour Townsend. 100k cheaper, performing slightly better than Gray. I'm a big fan of Gray, though, and I'm sure. I think I think now with um, uh, who's he? What's it's Decore out? I think Gray is definitely going to be. There you go. That's a good answer. All right, but I say Mbemo. Sure. Well, we gave Gallagher's been great as well. Stop talking. Um, FPL Canada asks, who should I play between Odegaard or Harrison? Leeds fan here, Odegaard. <laughs> Arsenal fan here. Odegaard. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame that those are the only choices. Um, yeah. I mean, you've got to wonder why he's in that position. Because we just talked about four other options in the previous question that you might want to look at bringing in. I mean, Odegaard is 5.5 million. Yeah. So, like I said, it's around that same price point. So, yeah. Uh, there you go. Consider that then. That um, at 5.5 million, you might actually want to not have either of those. And Harrison's 5.7. So, yeah. See previous question. Go for those players. But if you've got to choose between those two this weekend, it's, it's, well, any weekend at the moment. Really. <clears throat> well, I, I would just say uh, I would go um, Odegaard because Aston Villa. It's a tough fixture for them. Yeah. But right now there are a lot of tough fixtures for Leeds. Yeah. Uh, if you if you have to go for one of them, we both agree Odegaard. If you don't, see previous question. Uh, and then the final question for the mailbag: FPL Canada again, greedy bastard. Um, who should I captain between Salah and Lukaku? I, th- I feel like I've kind of already answered this earlier in we've, the show. We've both talked about Salah being the, the good captaincy choice. It's Salah. I feel the pressure, and you're not going to captain him in this fixture. Why have you got Lukaku? Yeah, I agree. Why have you got Lukaku? The other, the other, the other thing too is where are you sitting in your mini league? Do you need to jump a few spots? What are the people above you going to be doing? Are we thinking like that? Do you want to play? Do you want to play? Sword or shield? Oh, shout out to Matt, FPL Obsessed. Yep, so Matt Matt from FPL Obsessed would tell you it depends on how you need to play right now. If you do need to catch up, if you're um, going up against someone in a head-to-head league or something like that and you know they've got Salah and, 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 you know, you think Lukaku could be the difference for you in that particular game, sort it, go Lukaku. But if not, Salah's the safe option because a lot of captains will... 
A lot of FPL managers will captain them. That's true. And then jump on Amazon, look up uh, FPL Obsessed, the book by Matt, who was on the show at the beginning of the season. Buy his book. Yeah, get the book. All right. I think we did pretty well there. Did, um, did you hit record? Oh, shit. Yeah, obviously I did. Okay. The listeners will know that because they're listening to this. So it's a very fucking weird joke. Um, okay. On that bombshell. They haven't sat through that one episode we did twice. <laughs> no, we had to. We we take that pain so they don't have to. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I hope you have a great game week, Scott. No, you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I hope I do. And I hope the listeners have an adequate one. And uh, we'll catch you next week. See ya. Bye.